everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, the, for those of you that haven't joined before, this is my phone ministry titled Song, Scripture, and My Thoughts, where I name a song, a worship song, for folks to uh, listen to with lyrics and sing to the Lord with, with just worshiping Him. And this song today is going to be Healing Rain by Michael W. Smith. And I hope that you either pause here and look that up, look the song up on YouTube with lyrics and sing to the Lord. It's such a powerful song. I really love Michael W. Smith. He he sings prayer songs. And, and this one has just been speaking to me today. It's been on my heart. And I sure could use some some healing rain. And there's just such powerful message in this song. So... Um, either pause and listen to it now to get ready for the message or you can uh, listen to the to the song after the message today so I'm going to be reading um, scripture last weekend I read first Peter chapter 1 and this weekend I will continue with first Peter chapter 2 but I also do want to incorporate um, another story in uh, Luke chapter 13 which will be uh, verses 10 through 17, and then a short parable there in Luke chapter 13 as well. So let's go ahead and get started. I really hope to stay within the 20 minutes, but if I go a little over, I'll have to split the podcasts in two, but I will name them part one and part two. So I'll go ahead and get started. And then, then along the way, I do, um, I do want to say uh, that I do pray to God to give me the correct interpretation of the scripture. I ask for his help because I don't want to say anything that's, that doesn't line up with God's word. And so I really reach out to pray to him because I'm his, um, this is my calling to to, to teach and preach from his word. So I, I, I just ask, ask him for his wisdom and his knowledge before I come on. And what I do also is I read scripture and then I've been offering my thoughts along the way while I read scripture. And then at the end, I'll offer my thoughts on just my thoughts for the day. All right. So first Peter chapter two, as newborn babes, is the title. Therefore, putting aside all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander like newborn babies, long for the pure milk of the word so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation if you have tasted the kindness of the Lord. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and pause there. Now, it certainly is um, difficult to put away, put aside malice and deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander. I, I mean, it's, those are not the good fruits of the spirit. We, we have to, um, that's why it says like newborn babies who don't do any of that. They don't, they're, they're still just newborn babies. They're still the innocent, right? They don't have, um, any reason to 
to have any malice or deceit or hypocrisy or envy or slander because they're newborn. And so that's why scripture uses the that um, new, new, like newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word. And by that, babies, you know, they breastfeed on their mother's milk, right? Well, this is saying, um, so to speak, breastfeed, <laughs> crave the pure milk of the word. It um, doesn't say just milk of the word, this, you know, little bits and pieces, pure milk of the word. And so by it, you may grow in respect to salvation. Because if you keep feeding on the living word, because the, the Bible is the living word. So this is, this is the pure milk of the word, um, the living word of God. If we continue it and continue in continue in it and keep reading we will grow in our respect we will grow in respect to salvation and the verse 3 where it says if you if you have tasted the kindness of the lord i hope all of you guys have i sure have and that makes me just want to crave and keep feeding and drinking from the word of god Okay, so we're at chapter 4, as living stones. And coming to him as to a living stone which has been rejected by men, but is choice and precious in the sight of God, you also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For this is contained in Scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a choice stone, a precious cornerstone, and he who believes in him will not be disappointed. This precious value, then, is for you who believe, but for those who disbelieve, the stone which the builders rejected, this became the very cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock offense. For they stumble because they are disobedient to the word, and to this doom they were also appointed. Okay, I'm going to pause there. There's a lot here. Now, in verse 4, so we are coming to God. Um, he, he is the living stone. He's the cornerstone. There's much scripture that says that. And so in these verses, it says, you know, our God is the choice and precious stone. In the sight of God, he's it. He's Jesus Christ. Um, but it also says, you know, that the choice cornerstone that God gave us specifically those people of that day because he was in the world at this time um, we're either going to reject him or not reject him and we just have to know the worth of who Jesus is and then um, 
we are, he's our living cornerstone. And then we are the living stones that are, are, are following with him, are, are being built up into a spiritual house. Each person, each one of us is a spiritual house of the Lord because, because why? The Holy Spirit lives and lives inside of us. So we are a temple. We are a house of God and we have, um, and, and it also says, um, being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Now, he's given us permission here in this passage where we are not only spiritual houses because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, but we also be, are his priests. We can be a priest and speak the word of God to people help edify people we can we are um a priesthood he says that he says that there and um so he says behold i lay in zion a choice stone which is jesus a precious cornerstone and he who believes in him jesus will not be disappointed I don't know about you, but I have not been disappointed since Jesus came into my life. Um, it, it's, I, I just, he's not disappointed me and I hope that he hasn't disappointed you. Um, and if he has along the way for anybody that's listening, please give him another chance because he is worthy. Okay, so this precious value then is for you who believe but for those who disbelieve the stone which the builders rejected this became the very cornerstone okay and to those who disbelieve Jesus is a stumbling block he's a rock of offense the rock of offense they they would rather he just go away so they could live their lives the way they're living their lives um, in, in their own, you know, they're, they're, they want to continue living in their lifestyle. They want to continue sinning. They, they don't want to, because see, if they accept, I think at the back of their minds, they know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, who is God, but they don't want to accept it because they're going to have to, um, it's going to be, have to, there's going to be an account of, of, beha- of behavior, of, of how people are behaving. And that's why Jesus is considered a rock of offense. For they stumble because they are disobedient to the word. And to this doom they were also appointed. So yeah, they're, you know, disobedient. But here's, here's what, what I love here in, the, in verses 9. In verses 9 it starts to say, starts to talk about how we are a chosen race. Okay. So in verse 9, so important. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, 
a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called you out of the darkness into His marvelous light. For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Now I want to go ahead and pause there. Because I have said in past messages, and I hope that you go back and listen um, to them. Even if you just listen, um, start with the first one, uh, you know, listen 15 minutes and and then, you know, but uh, see if you can't get caught up because I do see a lot, a lot in those messages as I incorporate my thoughts into all that, but um, it's up to you. But I have talked about um, that we are a chosen people for God, but in here, he actually uses the word race, that you are a chosen race a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. So we are set apart. Um, he's not talking about what everybody considers a race. You know, uh, hot question of the day is, you know, what, what, what race are you? And another hot question going around, you know, uh, are you a racist? You know, Jesus doesn't talk like that. He he has appointed us in on holy ground. We are taken out of the world, so to speak. We are a chosen race. Um, and this race is God's children. The people that are following Jesus know who he is they've accepted everything that he's done everything that he did that that he died for our sins that he rose again on the third day and he's resurrected and that we'll resurrect with him these are the people that are set aside that are following him fully and he gives us the authority to be a priest and we're called a royal priesthood and he calls us a holy nation and then it goes on to say so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. For you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So he's called us out of our darkness because, you know, many of us were in the dark as well. Um, but we want to step into the light. God is light. And um, and then he talks about how we we are just a people of God. We, um, we are our own nation. We are our own nation. Um, it's like-minded believers that are following Jesus. And then verse 11, it says, Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshy lusts, which wage war against the soul. And I'm going to pause there because I mentioned in, in past messages that 
we are aliens and strangers here on earth because we are in this select group that Jesus we're in the world but we're not of the world he has us set aside as his holy people and so we are aliens and strangers and we should abstain from fleshy lusts from that wage war against the soul um, because we're trying to be we're being sanctified um, we're being purified and um, it, it would wage war against our own being our own soul if we're still following you know our old lifestyle so anyway um, verse 12 keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers they may because of your good deeds as they observe them glorify God in the day of visitation so I'll pause there now He's asking us to keep our behavior excellent among the Gentiles. And in the Gentiles, if you're not a child of God, this is in my opinion, if you're not a child of God, you're a Gentile. And the Gentiles um, haven't accepted God yet. Uh, in, in, in this context, this is how I'm seeing it. Because in, in, in other scripture, there's Jews and Gentiles. And uh, the Jews were often called hypocrites by God, by Jesus, because they were basically following just the Old Testament and all the Old Testament laws, and they just would not accept that Jesus was the Son of God and that the Messiah had come, and they just wouldn't accept that Jesus was the Son of God. Um, and, and in those those scriptures, I I um, there is a there is a difference, and I know I'm taking this a little bit out of context in respect to other scripture but here because he's saying that we are set apart as a holy nation and then he talks about having excellent behavior among the gentiles i'm thinking that in in this context it's meaning everyone that still hasn't accepted jesus as their lord and savior and so that just that we don't um um in which they slander so it's so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers you may because of your good deeds as they observe them glorify God in the day of visitation so said so they're watching us not partake in in slandering them back they're calling us evildoers we're saying no you know you go ahead and you go ahead on and slander, but I'm not going to slander you in return. I'm going to remain good, and by doing good deeds like this, they see that well, we are a different people. We do handle things differently, and then they may um, they're observing us, and that they may one day glorify God in the day of in the day of visitation, which is when Jesus comes back on the clouds to rapture his church. Okay, so we're at, um, and I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but chapter two is a hard teaching. Um, I consider it a hard teaching because it goes into, and I'll read it here, um, into honoring authority. So verse 13, submit yourselves 
for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as the one in authority or, or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take just a short pause here to drink some water. One moment. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so, um, so submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as the one in authority or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praise of those who do right. For such is the will of God, that by doing right you may silence ignorance of foolish men. Act as a free man, and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as bond slaves of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. And I'm going to pause there. Now, just there's just been a lot of oh you know um not really appreciating who's who's the president who was the president um who who's leading the country governors um um i think we're 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 getting down some very slippery slopes um but there is scripture that says that anybody that is in authority is, is the will of God. And we might not know what he's doing in the big picture. Um, but we have to respect, we have to honor who he has in place. It doesn't say to follow them. You know, you don't want to follow people that are going in the wrong direction no matter um, who they are but it is important to respect and honor them because God has appointed them to these positions at this time and so for such is the will of God that by doing right you may silence the ignorance of foolish men so like sometimes I'll say you know I and it sounds real out there but I say I am not of this world I am not of this world, so I don't really want to engage in um, somebody that is um, slandering somebody in authority. And so a lot of the times the, the person will just figure out that the conversation is done. And, you know, I think that's what it, what it means by silencing the ignorance, the ignorance of foolish men because if you if you preach the the word of god to them about what god says about it all it usually will silence anybody that's um going down hate speech lane okay and then it says act as a free man and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil but use it as bond slaves of god honor all people love the brotherhood fear god honor the king now 
anytime anybody's ever trying to cover up evil let's just say you engage in conversation with people that are not being very nice um, a lot of people being called um, racist that's just a real popular evil word right now and I just feel that that statement if anybody makes it they're actually not being very nice to the people that they're referring to so it really does work both ways and it just really if we start to remember how this chapter started about not slandering and not being malicious and any of anything like that um, we'll we can still um, stay true to our God um, by not having one foot in the world and one foot trying to follow in Jesus because um, the, the world right now is so hateful that it wouldn't make any sense to us as to why all that is happening right now so we just really st need to stick to um, pure spiritual m milk and keep our eyes on God 